0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to episode two of Thursday Thoughts. I'm so happy that you are tuning in and listening wherever you are. Again, I pray that this is a benefit for you. I want this podcast to be a resource for you and your daily walk with Christ. And in just all the the good, the bad, and the messy in life, I want this to just be a resource that you can come to and hopefully hear words of encouragement that can help you throughout your daily walk of life. So that being said, let's get started. Today, I'm kind of taking an easy way out, and this weekend we're going on a youth retreat with a couple of churches here in the San Diego area, and going up to the Palomar Christian Conference Center for a weekend retreat Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And so... I'm doing the Saturday morning lesson, and so I'm kind of cheating a little bit, and I didn't come up with a separate thought for our Thursday Thought today, and so I decided to give you guys my, my lesson that I'm going to do up there because I think it's beneficial not just for the youth but for all of us as Christians today. And so our theme, our retreat, our theme for the retreat is Plugged In. Plugged in. We're we're, tra- we're this whole retreat is going to be focused on. You know, we've had a, a weird, you know, almost two years now with COVID and all this crazy stuff that's been going on, and so we want this retreat to kind of talk about getting plugged back into God, getting plugged back into ministry, getting plugged back into the Christian life, and to keep going on and keep moving forward. And so my lesson is specifically on getting plugged back in, and how to get plugged back in. And so, that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to have a you know brief little thought about get plugged in, and how we need to get plugged in. So, with that being said, let's get started. So, why you need to be plugged in. We need to be plugged in all the time, and so whenever I'm talking about plugged in, I'm meaning kind of like spiritually in tune with God, right? Kind of walking on the same beaten path as God, right? As Jesus says in Matthew 7, the narrow way, walking in that narrow way, right? Narrow is the way that leads to eternal life. That's what we're talking about whenever we say getting plugged in. We're on that path. And so why do you need to be plugged in? Well, the answer is for your spiritual health. And so that's what we're going to talk about. And so, you know, Apple has released several articles, and it is true that low battery does affect phone performance, When your iPhone is, they say, obviously below 20%, but they really say once, Apple has an article that once the iPhone gets below about 50%, it really does start affecting the performance. And so, interestingly enough, we as people, I think also, as our batteries get low, it affects our performance. At camp, what I'm going to do, I'm going to ask uh, a student to be a volunteer. And what I'm going to get them to do, I'm going to get them to come up on the stage with me and I'm going to ask them, all right, so I want you to jump as high as you can. So imagine this in your head. I want this kid to jump as high as he or she can each time they jump and do it as fast as they can. And then I'm going to say, go. And so obviously they're going to sit there and start jumping as high as they can, as fast as they can. And, you know, depending on how good in shape and an athlete they are, you know, they might be able to go for a decent bit. But they're going to wear out, because obviously we're people and we all get tired. And the thing is, once they their battery starts draining, right, once they start getting tired, their performance, you know, they're not going to jump as high, they're not going to jump as fast. And so, it's a simple illustration, but if you can visualize that in your head, that's what it's like whenever we get spiritually drained. You know, we we naturally get spiritually drained. And so it's important that we need to be plugged in, and we have to get plugged into the right Source because only the right source can charge us back up and obviously the right source for us is the Bible It's God's Word. It's walking with the Spirit living life in the Spirit So I think 1st John chapter 2 verses 15 through 17 says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the Father is not in him for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Matthew six twenty four says, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. So obviously, Jesus in Matthew 6 is talking about, you know, you can't, be devoted to money and like worship money and worship God. It just doesn't work that way. But the idea Jesus is talking about is super important for us to notice. And I I share it with 1 John 2 here because, you know, loving the things of the world is because the idea I want us to see is that we're always plugging into something. And obviously it needs to be the Bible. It needs to be God. The question is, is it God or the world? And when I say that, are we plugging into the scriptures, into God, through prayer and meditation with God? Or, like whenever we get tired, do we do that? Or do we plug into things of the world? Do we, do we try to find a release in something that's bad, in sin maybe? That's the question we have to ask ourselves. Because truth be told, whatever we are plugging into is more or less the master of our life. Think about that. Because we can't serve two masters. So if I'm plugging into something that's not God to try to recharge me, if I think it's a relationship, if I, think it's, if I think it's a hobby, if I think it's you know food, or if I think it's something else besides God that truly replenishes me and recharges me and that I'm plugging into, I can't serve that and God. You can't serve two masters. Jesus tells us that. So we have to ask ourselves, when our batteries are running low, what do we plug into? It needs to be God. So that leads us to the second thing. The importance of plugging back in. The importance of plugging back in. It's super important that we plug in, obviously. But let me ask you a question. What is the most important thing that we do here as Christians on this earth? Of, of course, besides you know living faithfully and trying to get to heaven, what is the most important thing that we are called to do here? It's the Great Commission, right? It's the Great Commission. Uh, Matthew 28, 18-20, or Mark 16, 15, and 16, right? Jesus tells us in Matthew 28, right, that all authority under heaven and earth has been given to me, right? Go, therefore, into all the world and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, right? That, to spread the good news, that is what we're called to do. That's the most important thing we're called to do here. So, how does this? how is this important for me getting plugged back in, right? I know you're wondering that, you know, why are you talking to me about the Great Commission whenever you're trying to talk about getting plugged into God's Word? That's the exact point. You can't share with others if you are not spiritually charged. I can't share the gospel with others if I'm not plugged in myself. If I am not spiritually charged, how can I help others get plugged in? That's why it is important to plug back in. When we are plugged into God's Word, when we are plugged into God's Word, we are walking Matthew 5.16. We are a walking, living, breathing, Matthew 5.16. Matthew 5.16 says, In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. I also think of 1 Peter three fifteen and 16, But in your hearts honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for the reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you are slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. You see, the thing is, if we aren't plugged in, we can't do that. So it's vital that we are plugged in. So another illustration that I plan on showing the kids at the retreat. You know that phones these days, it's crazy. Their iPhones are crazy and Androids, you know, whatever phone. phone in gener- phones in general are nuts these days. You know, there's a wireless power share feature. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about. When you, like, lay phones on each other and they, like, charge one another. Or they, like, share charge. That's pretty nuts. There's also this cable. It's called the juicer. The juicer, not like a, you know, not like an actual juicer, but there's a little iPhone cable with two like charging ends on it. It's called the juicer, and what it does, you plug it into two two phones, and they share charge. And so, as Christians, whenever we are spiritually charged, it's our job to help others get plugged in and get spiritually charged. And to help others. And we can't do that if we're not spiritually charged and plugged into the Word ourselves. It also works in the negative sense. See, if we're not charged in, or, I'm sorry, if we are not charged up and not plugged into what we need to be, and we plug into uh, a battery source that's not, you know, a good charge and it's a low charge, we're not going to really get anything from it. And so, just like with, you know, a wireless power share feature or this juicer cable, we as Christians need to make sure that we are charged up so that we can share our charge with others. So, that leads us to the third thing. How? Of course, the whole question, the whole point of this lesson is how to plug back in. How do we plug back in? How do we get plugged in to God's Word? One of my former videos I did before I turned this into a podcast, I'm kind of stealing some of the points I made in that video. So, I'm going to talk about, you know, how do you plug back in? You take time to be holy. You take time to be holy. You can only get a full charge from a consistent source. So, think plugging your phone into your wall outlet by your bed when you go to bed at night, right? Because you know you're going to wake up and it's going to be on 100%. A consistent source. That's God. We can only get a full charge when we plug into a consistent source. And again, that's God for us. And so we need to always make sure that's where we're plugging back into. So I think about me, and whenever I started to finally take time to be holy, I think where I really, really grasped this concept and learned about it the best was whenever I was at um, an FCA camp back home in Alabama, whenever I was in high school, I think I was a junior in high school, the summer going into my junior year. So, you know, I'm like 16 years old. And Ken, the guy, one of the main guys with the FCA, North North Alabama East FCA group, he, you know, would talk about taking time to get away from everything and just go and like sit in God's creation and meditate. Just read his word, just think about God, think about his creation and take time to be holy. And so, I don't know, that just really sat with me, and so I finally decided to really start doing that, and it was amazing how much I started seeing growth in my life, not just spiritually, but also just my ability to help others, and just peace, and just the peace of mind that came with it. And so I finally started taking more time to be holy. You see, the Bible talks a lot about our need to take time to be holy. Right? Matthew 6.33, Jesus tells us, But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. We don't need to worry so much about all these little things we can't control. We just need to seek God. Take time to be holy. and Plug into His Word. Jeremiah 29.13, right, is a popular one. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Jesus also says in Matthew, earlier in Matthew's chapter 6 and verse 6, but when you go pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. So obviously Jesus' brief context, you know, it's not that like praying in public is a bad thing. Jesus is basically talking about you shouldn't just pray to be seen, right? Prayer should be genuine, you know. And so, But I think another important aspect to take from this is take time to get away. Go by yourself between just you and God. When you pray, it's between you and God. Take time to get away from the noise and the distractions and just focus on God. I think of Jesus. Jesus took time to be holy very, very often. Mark one thirty-five. he got up early and went out to a a desolate place to pray. In Luke 4.42, it's the parallel passage to Mark one thirty-five we see Jesus went off to pray. In Luke 5:16 it says Jesus would often go off to pray. In Luke 6:12 through 13 we see he went off alone to pray before choosing the 12 disciples. Matthew 26:36 through 46 Jesus prayed alone in the garden before his crucifixion. Jesus of course before making having some big moments in his life but also just Constantly, he would go off by himself to be with his Father, to be with our God, taking time to be holy. And so I want to ask that question to you, and you can think about it. How often do you take time to be holy, to just go off and pray, to meditate, you and God, just thinking about it? I think about, you know, if we go to church on Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday night, and then we go to church on Wednesday. And you know, maybe an event during the week. That's at most maybe what? Four to five hours throughout the week? Is that all the time God is worth to us? Is that all God is worth? I don't think that's enough. Jesus came here and gave everything for us. God gave everything by sending his Son Jesus gave everything for us. Surely, we can give more than we do. The Lord deserves more than four to five hours of our week. Heck, we spend, I think of us in the South, you know, we spend spend full days watching college football. Is God not more important than that? That's the things we have to ask ourselves, our priorities. Getting plugged back in. How do you get plugged back in? You take time to be holy. You meditate on God. You read His Word. You get plugged in. You have to physically do it. So I think one simple question will do for the conclusion of this lesson, and it's just a question. Ask yourselves, are you plugged in? Are you plugged into the Lord? When you retired and overwhelmed, and spiritually drained, physically drained, where where do you go to recharge? Is it in the Lord? Or is it something else? If it isn't the Lord, it is not a sufficient power source, and will always leave you unsatisfied and wanting more. We need to be plugged in so we can be disciples for Christ. We need to be sure we are taking time to plug into God and His Word. Maybe today you realize that you've been going to the wrong things to charge you up and plugging into the wrong things, maybe sinful things. You can change that today. Maybe you used to plug into God, but you started to go to other things because you feel like God's not enough for you. You can fix that today. Maybe you've never even plugged into the gospel in the first place by becoming a Christian. Why wait? We're not guaranteed another moment. Plug in today. Whatever your need is, you know, never, never hesitate to reach out to me or any minister that you may know or any person you trust with Faith Matters. Let people know. Seek guidance. Seek wisdom when you need it. Take time to be holy. Get plugged back in with God. Thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Thursday thoughts. I hope you guys have a blessed day.